In Between Sundays, episode 39. You're listening to In Between Sundays, where we give you the essentials to live in the world outside of church. From your first job after college to becoming the CEO, this is a podcast for the other six days of the week. Hello and welcome to In Between Sundays, a podcast dedicated to young adults where we help you grow spiritually, build community online at inbetweensundays.com. My name is Pat. And I'm Nick. And we're here to have a lot of fun tonight. Yes, even though it is a very somber time right now. It is. What is today? Today is, we're recording this on Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday. And if you don't know what that is, we're going to be talking about that a little bit later. Nick, in the you have something I'm on your forehead. Segment. Yeah, you're a little dirty too. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so this, yeah, so this is a special uh, inaugural Lenten episode. So if, if you're listening to this podcast, and you're like, hey, what's with that Ash Wednesday thing? We're going to be talking about that a little bit later. What else do we got going on, Pat? Uh, we have a, uh, that's what we're we'll talking about on our Help on Fall. And we have a uh, Catholic challenge. Some news. We're going to be talking about the Olympics, and uh, I found a couple articles also that you can read for uh, getting back into Lent, as well as we have some interesting feedback from the Catholic foodie and our other friend at the PlayStation Portable. Cool. Well, let's get started. Uh, You know, the first thing we do before we start off each show is we go through our three J's, which is your junk, your joy, and your Jesus moment. And if you're a first-time listener to the show, what that is, is it's a good way to think about your week and what's been going on. Uh, What's been something that's been really bad for you? What's been something that's brought you some joy? And what's something that's brought you closer to God? So, Pat, you want to give us your three J's? Yes. uh, My junk is that my computer is starting to really slow down. And now it just crashed. No. <laughs> uh, I it's, hope it it's, didn't. No, it's getting uh, really slow, and that's not fun, especially when we're trying to produce these shows and I'm trying to edit video. I have a new hard drive that I'm wanting to put in it. I just, I, for some reason, I yeah, haven't it, done it. You bought it like a month ago. I know. You need to put this thing in. I know. I know. Anyway, so that's my junk. It's got like five gigs of space left. Anyway, ugh. Um, my joy has been the last couple of nights. I've been reading from this book called Dear Padre. Now, is this in Spanish? Dear Padre. Hola. Uh, no, I don't know Spanish. So. Well, because the word Padre. Yes, means father in Spanish. Okay. But I don't know Spanish. Uh, but it's a really interesting book. It's all, uh, from this column that has been put into a lot of bulletins, like church bulletins, this segment called Dear Padre, where people would write in and ask questions of faith and like, why do we do this as Catholics? So what's the, what's the most interesting one you've read so far? Uh, the one that I, well, of course I was reading about Lent and where like Lent came from. And, um, did you know that Lent actually means spring in an old Anglo-Saxon word? Like as in, as in... Excuse me, Anglican. Anglican word. As in slinky? Sort of. More like spring, like the season, like new births. Like what walks downstairs, what hops over chairs, it's over, you know, like it's like Lent. It's Lent. No, it doesn't do that. Anyway, uh... <laughs> Yep, yep, that's right. You get the buzzer. Uh, so that's my joy, and I'll put a link to that in our show notes because it's a really cool book, and I think a lot of our listeners would have benefit to it. It's nice and casual, but it still teaches you about, hey, here's why we do what we do as Catholics. It's kind of cool. Um, and in my joy, which I, we will be talking about a little bit later, uh, was 
Father Tom's uh, comments during this morning's Ash Wednesday Mass. Got up super early, like 6 a.m. It was not that early. It was only 6 o'clock in the morning. Okay. I was there too. I know. It's but not that early. For me, it is. So, But we'll talk about that later. He had uh, a really interesting phrase that I want to share with you in our Help I'm Fallen segment. Awesome. I can't on wait to hear you. Not on the you, on to you. I thought that's you. what you said. You said on the you. No, I I'm said like, on to you. Are you at the wrong podcast? <laughs> what, what the heck are you talking about? Hey, Steve. Hey, How's Steve. it going? Oh, Okay, my my junk has to do with this morning. How many times have you gotten the song stuck in your head? Like, it happens. It happens almost all the time, right? Like you, you'll be just walking along and all of a sudden you start singing a song and then you realize that because it's a song that you've heard a lot, it's going to get stuck in your head like mm-hmm. quite often. And what's the song that you okay, got stuck in your head? You're not going to play the song, are you? What song? I'm not going to say the song if you're going to play it. I don't know what songs you're talking about. Will you turn up the mixer? All right. So the song that got stuck in my head this morning was Ashes, which we is... Stop it. No. Again from Ash. Okay. So Pat's mic is currently muted because I cannot... You can I can't stand that tune. Unmute me! I, now I know that there are probably listeners to this podcast that really like it, and it's it's not the song; it's the fact that it gets stuck in my head that I don't mm-hmm. like. Kind of like so, the never-ending song. So what I tried to do is, I, I when, when songs <laughs> get stuck in my head, I try to sing other songs that also get stuck in your head because I kind of figure it's like it's like two negatives that makes a positive, <laughs> and so like so so two songs that get stuck in my head maybe cancel each other out. So uh, I went from from hearing the song ashes in my head to trying to sing poker face by lady gaga because i was like okay that's are you serious that's, that's i'm totally bad. serious so I, I was like i was like that's that's annoying stop it no stop it <laughs> <laughs> so i started singing poker oh, face i had to get lady back gaga. to my brother and then and then i thought okay well i'm gonna use the ultimate and getting songs out this is what i used to use in high school and that is the imperial march from star wars and so after trying to cycle through all three of those songs all at the same time you know your brain exploded yeah it was yeah i heard you were supposed to do really hard math you could do that too but i just know that if i if i think other stuff um yeah so anyway, so that was my that was my junk, and that's certainly a lot of junk that I had to get through this morning. Oh my gosh! The second thing, my joy, has to be the SQPN giving campaign. We got a chance to participate in that yesterday, and right now it looks like we're uh, about eight thousand dollars shy of the the full mark. So if you have not given to SQPN yet, please go to sqpn.com slash donate and uh, help us get those last $8,000. But right now, uh, we're really happy that we have about $116,000 that people have donated. So thank you. If you have donated, we really appreciate it. Finally, my Jesus moment has to be a, a book that I got in the mail that today, and it was mentioned by Archbishop Nauman on Monday night when I was at Mass, called Fearfully and Wonderfully Made, which is a book that was written by a doctor, and he talks about how amazing our bodies are, and how, how the science behind what, what makes our bodies work is so cool that it it's almost makes sense that there would have been some sort of a uh, you know, person like God that had designed it all. So it sounds really cool. I'm looking forward to reading that book. You know, if I got stuff in the mail too, which I never do, I would probably have more Jesus moments as well. Okay. I don't get packages in the mail. I, I have no idea what in the world that moment. I'm a lonely, lonely man. All right. Well, let's move on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Class two. 
Marada. <laughs> okay then. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Don't nobody understand the words that are coming out of your mouth, man. This is What's My Line, where you call in and give us words or phrases, and we have to fit them into our show. We'll choose one or two every show, and if we choose yours, you'll win a prize. No matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. Oh, this is the worst-looking hat I ever saw. Oh, it looks good on you, though. What's my line? Yet another way that you can listen to this podcast and waste a lot of time. What's no, my kidding. line? Waste your time. We should Ooh. make some sort of a rhyme. Oh! Yeah, I like it. Okay, we have one what's my line this week, and that comes from Taylor Gustafson. I can't say your name tonight. I'm sorry, Taylor. Um, but we, uh, he sent us in. He asked us to use the phrase fist pumping like champs, and I have a good idea on how we could use that in tonight's show. So if you would like to share what's my line with us, of course, it's it's a way we can try and work a funny phrase into the show. We will send you a prize. Right now, we're sending out some really cool holy cards and some medals blessed by Pope Benedict. So if you... We, sorry, uh, we're fresh out of puppies. So yeah, we're fresh out of puppies. We just sent our last one out this morning. Uh, Pat, did you remember to poke some holes <laughs> in of the container? I did. Okay, good. So, <laughs> but instead, we have the next best thing, which I consider to be better, which is a, a blessed medal from Pope Benedict that we will send you in the mail along with a holy card. So mm-hmm. give us a call. Leave us a voicemail at 206-337-7945. The only other better prize you could get would be a CD of Mac and Catherine's show, Catholic in a Small Town. That's right. Except They uh, also work as Frisbees. That's what I heard. I'm terrible. I'm a a bad person. We're just kidding. We like them. We love them. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to work. We're going to figure out how to work in fist pumping. We're scandalous, too. Like champs. She falls in a well, eyes go cross. She gets kicked by a mule, they go back to normal. At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. You better say your prayers, you flea-bitten varmint! Well, Pat, of course it is Lent, and of course you know that what that means is this is like for the next 40 days, we can't say the word ah, do ya. What are you talking about? We can't say ah, yeah, absolutely not. You cannot say the word uh, or, or, or basically you'll be in big trouble. Okay, I don't get that. Every week we get up, we sing uh, and everybody's just singing uh, and know, the priest well, well, gets up and he says the gospel. And in at our church, we actually sing uh, twice. I don't get it. Uh, but here's the thing apparently during Lent. Saying the word ah is going to get you in a lot of trouble. Hmm. So that's why we're calling this show the A word. Exactly. Because you can't say ah yeah. Mm hmm. And uh, our uh, friends at the Censor Bureau are not very happy with us. Apparently, no, because I think they're just sick of fitting the beef. Yeah. So let's move on. So, so it is Lent. So hold on, hold on. Why can we not say ah yeah? Well, basically. And we were talking with Father Jim about this before the show. You can't, you can't actually say, um, uh, yeah, because the thing is, is that it helps build up like, like some drama for Easter. Because if you haven't, if you haven't said 
the word, the A word. There you go. Uh, now you're during, learning. During Lent. Yeah, I don't want to hit I don't want to have the sensors hit the beep again. Anyway, so if you don't say the A word during Lent, uh, it basically builds the suspense for Easter. Mm-hmm. And so by the time Easter rolls around, we're pretty much saying the word like every other every other sentence or mm-hmm. so. Also, so, I heard the liturgical Gestapo come after you as well. <laughs> so, so it, it, it kind of helps, you know, to um, to help us prepare for Easter, and and it, it builds that up. So that's why we don't say it. And uh, so that's that's at least his explanation. I hope I did a good job. Yes, explaining it. We so, are we are not priests, but right. we try to. Additionally, so t- we talked about today is Ash Wednesday, and of course, if you've never listened to the show, or if you're not familiar with uh, Catholic customs, Ash Wednesday is the day where people can go to Mass and get ashes on their forehead. And so, one of the things we did this morning was we went to Mass, and it's basically what it is, is it's it's a way for you to remember that uh, you're going to die. Because really, that's what we're all preparing for, we're preparing for death, and when we think about you know at the end of our lives... That causes us to think about, you know, our behaviors up to this point, and whether we've done some things wrong or whether we've done some things good, and maybe some of the things that we need to change in our lives. So, when I get at, when I got ashes this morning, the guy who put ashes on my head, he draws a little cross with the ashes, and they've been blessed by the priest, you know. Um, and he says, "Remember, man, you are dust, and to dust you shall return." So it helps me remember that, uh, you know. In the big picture of things, my life is fairly quick and fairly small, and I only have a limited amount of time. And one of the things that I was thinking about as he said that was Father Tom's homily, and this is not the one you were talking about, but it was like two weeks ago at a daily mass. He was talking about how the world itself is like one big saint-making machine, and that's that was his exact words. He called it a saint-making machine, and I really like that. I, I can just imagine like some guy with a big crank. Don't. <laughs> Exactly. So, but, but but that's really, I mean, that's really what we're here on the earth for is to learn how to become saints and, and to use our lives to improve the lives of others and to hopefully make it to heaven at the end of our lives. So that's kind of what Ash Wednesday is all about. It's it's to help us kick off this great thing called Lent and help us come up with some ideas as to, uh, you know, where we can help ref, you know, reform our lives and do do much better. Now, you said Father Tom had a good homily thing this morning. He so. did. Well, first, let's talk about Lent as, from a history standpoint. And and by the way, I was right the first time I said it, that the word Lent is, comes from an Anglo-Saxon word, Lenten. Hopefully I said that right, meaning spring. Uh, but historically, Lent was originally uh, a, a final preparation period for catechumens who were about to in- be initiated into the Catholic Church. So they would experience... Um, um, all these kind of preparations um, before they would come into full communion with the, the Church of God. And and that's kind of an interesting thing. You know, we talked about this back, uh, I don't know, a couple months ago when Advent was going on. But anytime that anything you you uh, that's important, you get prepared for. So, for example, a baseball game, a pitcher isn't going to warm up. Uh, or is is always going to warm up before a game. He's not going to just like go out there and throw eighty pitches and have a great game. You know, anything that's important, uh, you always prepare for. So that's what what Lent is about. And and after uh, a couple centuries in time, Lent kind of became this renewal period for everyone, even the already baptized faithful. So. What I wanted to talk about is Father Tom mentioned this phrase in his homily today, um, talking about Ash Wednesday and how, yes, 
to dust man and to dust you shall return. And he was talking about, if we think about where ashes come from, first of all, uh, the ashes in the actual ceremony come from the palms from the previous year's Palm Sunday. They, mm-hmm. they burn them and they use those ashes to anoint us during uh, Ash Wednesday. But the interesting thing is he said, ashes come from fire. Oh, that's right. He did talk about this. Ashes I really like this. come from fire. Now, that, that seems very simple, right? It's, it's a simple idea. But to me, I was like, bam, someone just threw a brick in my face. Because, <laughs> which hurts. A spiritual brick. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, essentially, essentially, it's like someone was uh, doing a fist pumping like champs. <laughs> into your face? Into my nice. face. No. Anyway, there no, we I go. don't like that one. I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. That one was okay. Anyway, it was but, but it's interesting because ashes come from fire. And he wasn't necessarily saying that. Yes, that means that our fire has been burnt out. I think what he was saying is that uh, throughout the year, we let our, our our flame get low and not as bright as it should be. So Lent is sort of this period to get ready so that when the, the full celebration of Easter comes, we can let that flame just completely glow. Yeah, and what I liked about that is because at Easter Vigil, that's when we start the new flame for the year. And that flame, in case you aren't aware, the, the, the sanctuary candle, which is the red candle whenever you go into a Catholic church that's burning next to a tabernacle, it indicates the presence of Jesus. That flame comes from the new Easter fire. And the church is supposed to to take very good care over the the next year's period to always carry that flame from the candle to candle. So once that candle is getting ready to go out, typically they take eight days to burn out or so. So then they, they take a little taper. They take the, the flame from the one candle, move it on to the other candle. And uh, what, what happens is that uh, that keeps that holy, that new holy fire going the entire year. So um, it's pretty cool. So, uh, right now, what we want to do is we want to talk a little bit about uh, Lent and what people are giving up for Lent. Yeah, real quick, uh, I wanted to just say one thing more back to Ash Wednesday before we uh, go on to what we're giving up. Um, but Ash Wednesday marks a very profound moment uh, in the church. Not only is it the start of Lent, but it's essentially... It's uh, an invitation to change for Catholics. I think, to me, that's what it means. It's sort of this mark, and it's saying, okay, change your ways. And this actually comes from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. It says, uh, Catechism of the Catholic uh, Church, number 540, by the solemn 40 days of Lent, the Church unites herself each year to the mystery of Jesus in the desert. So, same, we're kind of mirroring his 40 days that he... Oh, that's really cool. He, he did in... in <laughs> he can't talk today. <laughs> well, speaking of that, let's do a quick uh, talking about things you give up for Lent. Now, the thing is, is you and we heard this in the reading this morning, you don't want to like go around bragging about what you gave up for Lent. So, there are some things that people are doing that you'll never know about. And then there's some people, some things that people are doing that... Uh, you will know about. So I, I was thinking we could at least share one of the things we're doing for Lent in hopes of maybe generating some ideas for people. So Pat, what's the one, what's something you're doing this Lent to kind of help you live a better life? Well, to me, uh, giving up like food or something like that isn't necessarily like it's a good thing. And yes, it's hard for a lot of people. 
Um, so, but the thing with that is that once Lent's over, you kind of go back to like eating your chocolate or whatever. So I decided to kind of switch that around. And so, and instead I'm going to be giving up eating out because that's something that I've been trying to like this habit that I've been trying to get rid of anyway. So, um, not only will it help me grow spiritually, but hopefully then after Lent is over that, that will kind of continue on other than like, you know. I go out occasionally or something like that with friends because I've been eating out quite a bit and I need to stop doing that. So it'll save my, save me money, um, give me more discipline in trying to cook for myself oh, more that's often. Cool. That's a good idea. Um, but it, I think it's also something that can continue on after Lent, not just this thing that's, okay, I'm doing this for 40 days and now it's done. That's a great idea. Well, mine, I decided to uh, take a page from St. Jose Maria Escriva who is one of the found, it was the founder of the Opus Dei uh, group of, of uh, people. And one of the things that he talks about is he talks about what he calls the, uh, what, uh, I'm sorry, I forgot the name of it. Oh, shoot. Something. The Heroic Minute. minute. Heroic Minute. There you go. It's called the Heroic Minute. And what that is, is, uh, uh, and if somebody knows about this better than me, you know, please call in and let us know. But my understanding of the Heroic Minute is it's that minute between when your alarm goes off and when you make the decision whether or not you're going to hit the snooze button and try to go back to bed. What he says is it's it, it, it's a it's a virtue builder. It builds virtue to be able to not hit the snooze button and get out of bed every morning um, when you're supposed to, rather than you know being a little lazy. So my goal during Lent is to give up the snooze button on my alarm clock for forty days. Ooh. So if I Rough. if I set the alarm, if I set the alarm, I got to get out of bed when the alarm goes off. Yeah. So now of course that also has to do with you know please, you know make sure you're being responsible to yourself and getting enough sleep but I'm going to try to not hit the snooze button all of Lent. So, if you know, if that hopefully that gives you some ideas. And again, we're not to, we're not trying to brag or anything. We're just trying to give you some ideas of what yeah. you could be doing um, from what we're yeah. doing. Uh, and, I think we had uh, yeah, somebody call know, in uh, too. A couple didn't episodes we? ago, we asked if asked if people would call in and, and give us some of their thoughts. So, we had a uh, call in from Tim we'd like to share with you. Hey Nick and Pat, this is Tim. I was just calling in regards to your guys' suggestion to call in about things that we're going to be giving up for Lent. I would just recommend something I did last year, and I'm going to do it again this upcoming Lent season, is giving up, uh, going out to eat. I'm going to stop eating out at restaurants and fast food places. Um, I put in an exception unless it's a family event, like an important anniversary or birthday celebration. That's the only contingency that I have. And uh, it's a great opportunity to um, be mindful every time I pass restaurants, and it uh, makes me more mindful of the blessings that I have. And I put more time and thought into the food that I do eat. I try to make sure it's nutritious. Um, another great benefit is I save a lot of money. And the money that I save, I will be um, turning that money over to the uh, Cathedral of our Diocese, need oh, some good financial idea. support um, to help do a reconstruction project, as well as uh, SQ- SQPN um, has a campaign to receive some donations, so I'd like to take some of that money I'm saving and put that towards a cause to help SQPN continue to put great podcasts on the air. Thanks, and keep up the great work. 
Well, thank you, Tim. And hey, man, we need to be talking because it's going to be hard for me. I've never that's given up something like like eating out before. So we'll we'll have to maybe talk on Facebook so, or something uh, like so that. So Pat, we go get some McDonald's after. Uh, I you're so mean. I have to get you back for oh. playing those crummy songs oh, at the beginning man. of the show. Well, you know what else? Oh, I forgot. Here's the other thing I'm giving up. I'm also giving up the word ah yeah. Good call, just there. like everyone I, else. I think that would be a really good idea. So, uh, so yeah. So hopefully you have a good time this Lent, giving something up. And of course, if you give something up too, try to do something as well. Father Jim, who's in our audience, gave a great quote from Kyle from Popple, who basically said, uh, "Fasting without prayer is nothing more than a diet." And I think that's a really great quote. So uh, for everything you give up, I always try to tell people do something else in return, positive. So that you've, you're doing something and taking away something. And I think that that's a great policy to do. I triple dog dare you. You know, before this is over, I'm going to need a whole lot of serious therapy. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Well, you know, given that it's... It's Ash Wednesday, you know. I thought we'd do a fun Catholic challenge. And your Catholic challenge, if you're listening to this on Wednesday or Friday of this week, is to just enjoy your meat tomorrow. (laughs) 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 You know, uh, uh, there was a blogger about a year ago. He put up this great blog post, and I forget who it was. Um, If somebody finds it, send it to us. But they basically put up uh, the sentence on the top of the blog post said, uh, this will probably make no sense tomorrow. And then he proceeded to pick, post about five different pictures of meat sandwiches. <laughs> so, anyway, so that's you know, funny. Uh, take some time to enjoy some, a nice meat sandwich tomorrow. So that's your Catholic challenge. It's going to be very easy, I hope. And uh, uh, enjoy it because, of course, during Lent uh, on Fridays is a day of fasting for meat. So that's why we have all these great fish fries here, at least in Kansas City. And I'm looking forward to, to going to, to at least one or two of this this Lent. So enjoy it, and uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I, I did good this morning, even though I packed a lunch for myself, and it was like a turkey sandwich. So luckily enough, I remember by the time lunch came around, I couldn't eat meat today. Anything else? No. And don't say, ah, yeah. Good evening. Here is the news for parrots. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Pay attention to me, boy. I'm not just talking to hear my head roar. You guys, you guys, great news. Rudolph, Santa Claus is coming to town, the little drummer boy, they're all on TV this week. And actually, they're not on TV this week. Uh, I, I think uh, sometimes during Lent, you, you see like replays of the Ten Commandments, Ramses. <laughs> no, it's not like Christmas. Either. All right. Well, uh, we yeah. talked about it earlier. The SQPN Fun Drive went great. It uh, did. Thank you guys so, so, thank so much you for so joining much. us. We appreciate it. It's a blessing. If you haven't donated, this is our last call. This is, a, this is the last time I'll mention it. But if you find any, uh, if you get anything from any of the podcasts that you listen to from sqpn.com, whether you just find them entertaining or whether you think that they help you grow in your spiritual life, give something small. Give up a cup of coffee or maybe whatever you're giving up for Lent. Like for me, I'm giving something out like that I'm, I'm eating out. Um, 
use that money and put it towards SQPN. You know, a one or two dollar donation that those all add up. If, if, yep. And so. if you do it, we'll be fist pumping like champs. There you go. And also, if you let us know if you have donated, this is our last chance. If you email us at feedback at every community Sundays, we are offering up our mother's pumpkin bread recipe for anyone who has donated. Email us and let us yeah, know. This is this is the last chance. So please let us know. So uh, other things in the news. Uh, I, I, well, first of all, I like to talk about uh, some, a really cool iPhone app that I got for free last week called Get Lucky. And it's like the coolest iPhone app ever because all it is is this little game. And what you do is you, you it's like a slot machine. And you're trying to stop the slot machine. And it's kind of like the jewel where, you, where you're trying to stop the slot machine and you got like three little icons. And if you get them all, then you get points. So like here, you, you just you touch it. And when it when it rolls, if you pause it, it gives you Combo. Whoa, Nick. Nice. Yeah, so I just I just earned like $3,000 in that game, which I'm going to donate to SQ Game. So, uh, anyway, it's a really cool game. If you haven't played it, I don't know if it's still free or not, but go check out Get Lucky in the iTunes App Store. Yes. And, uh, okay, and... What was I going to say? Oh, t-shirts are in. I know we mentioned this the other episode back or something like that, but new t-shirts are in. Check it out. Uh, we'll put a link in our show notes, but inbetweensundays.com forward slash t-shirts. And you can check out the new t-shirt designs designed by one of our listeners, Josh Whitmore. Pretty cool. He did an amazing job. Yes, he did. So thank you again, Josh. In fact, he even even, uh, designed it so well we were able to put it on a t-shirt. I know. Uh, Next. Hey, uh, speaking of lens, and we've been talking about it throughout this whole episode in the Help I'm Fallen segment, I have an article from Catholic Online that I'm going to be posting in the show notes and on our website and in between Sundays called Let Us Enter Into Lent. From the Catholic Online. So it's a kind of a good introduction if you yeah. haven't heard of what Lent is or Ash Wednesday. talks about the history as well as um, just different traditions. Now, you know, before we came down here tonight, we were watching Curling on TV. Curling, Which was so yes. much fun uh, to watch... Nah, kind of. It, I like curling. It was fun. So I but, think, but I, I think was, the Americans lost. But I was, I was wondering, is there a way that I can watch this stuff like online or on my iPhone or something like that? There is. No way. The I Olympics, didn't pick that up at all. The Olympics have an iPhone app. The Olympics have an iPhone app. It's pretty cool. I haven't downloaded it yet, but from looking online, it looks cool. And it's in like the top 10 apps right now. So if you want to keep up with your Olympic team from whatever country you're from, uh, you know, let us know and uh, and download the app. Actually, if anybody is at the Olympics, I want you to give us a call. Give us a call at 206-337-7945. Like is that at the Olympics? If like, you are at the if actually if, if you're, you're an Olympic athlete. No, I'm we, kidding. Actually, if you are an Olympic athlete, we would like That'd to talk awesome. to you. That'd be awesome. That would be real fun to uh, to talk to you about. But yeah, give us a call and let us know how the Olympics are going because that would be cool to be there. That's one of my that's one of my dreams in my life. Definitely. So. The more contact I have with humans, the more I learn. What? Hello, fire department. I just called to let you know that I am the bomb and I'm about to blow up. Whoops. Cancel that. It's too late. If there's ever anything that you need, don't call me. Hello? The check is in the mail. 
All right, so feedback. We got a couple of really cool things in here. Uh, the first is we got this really cool postcard from China. And it's from, uh, who's there? this is Maria, right, Pat? Yes. So Maria basically says, and she, sorry we just gotten around taking us this long to read it, but uh, it says, Happy New Year from China. I've really enjoyed your podcast over the last through, last few months, connecting me to the Catholic community back home. Thanks for your hard work. And she gives a couple of lines for us, which we'll be putting into a future show. Uh, the other, okay, that's another line, um, which I, okay, I'm glad she gave us at least the English kind of phonetic translation because I do not read Chinese, but it looks really cool. Uh, and so people say it like, okay, blah, blah, blah. That, that's not really blah, blah, blah. Sorry, I'm just trying to skim here. Um, so yeah, so we have two. You're not very good at reading letters, are you? <laughs> I'm well, hey, I got to tell Maria, you're an awesome, awesome person. I cannot believe that you sent us a postcard that's from China. That's amazing. That's yeah. pretty cool. And uh, if you guys want to I can't wait us, to use the lines that are on that card. Yes. So she sent us some lines, and that's why we can't say them right now. Well, I could say them. one of them, because this card is Fabernetacular. <laughs> which was one of the words she asked us to say. Um, the other one is a special is a, is a Chinese word that said, means I think add oil or something like that. So we'll figure out how uh, uh, how if we can fit those on, in on, like on a, next on show. show. Yeah, but definitely. thank you so much. You're amazing for sending us a postcard. And if you want to send us any mail on our website at inbetweensundays.com, you can click on the contact button and it has our PO box that you can send us stuff to. Yeah. Um, next, we also have um, some feedback uh, from, from Jeff Vista. Jeff Vista, who does the PlayStation Portable. The one who records the PlayStation Portable on SQPN. Let me cue that up again. Hey guys, this is Jeff Vista, the one who records the PlayStation Portable on SQPN. Just wanted to give you some feedback. A little bit of trivia. Uh, PlayStation Portable was actually the second podcast started by Father Roderick. Oh, cool. Right after the Catholic Insider. Because of his busy schedule, he wasn't always able to record uh, two prayers a day. And so I kind of took it over from him, and I guess the rest is history. Anyways, I just listened to your latest episode uh, on the Liturgy of Hours. I really enjoyed it. Um, one correction, though. Uh-oh. Um, the Canticle of Zechariah does not come from the visitation. That's actually uh, where we get the Canticle of Mary, the Magnificat, uh, from the visitation. Uh, The Canticle of Zechariah uh, comes from the first words that he spoke uh, after regaining the ability uh, to speak after uh, John the Baptist uh, was born. In my mind's eye, I picture Zechariah holding the infant John the Baptist uh, above his head as he speaks those beautiful words. Uh, if you think about it, all three of the canticles from the Liturgy of the Hours are associated with babies. Oh, that's Canticle cool. of Zechariah, the uh, Canticle of Mary, uh, where both she and Elizabeth are pregnant, and then the Canticle of Simeon in the night prayer uh, when he's holding the uh, infant Jesus in his arms. He had another uh, beautiful facet of the Liturgy of the Hours. Um, so that's it. Uh, keep up the great work. Thanks. God bless. Awesome. And thank, thank you. you so much, Jeff, for calling in. Uh, we did have another Jeff that called in, and uh, he left us a very long message. So we're going to play uh, a little excerpt of it, because I, I know he was giving us a hard time about, about uh, Mardi Gras, which, of course, is passed at this point. Nick, Pat, is Jeff Young, the Catholic Foodie at catholicfoodie.com. 
And I am calling, uh, first of all, just to thank you for the feedback you left for the Catholic Foodie last week. I really appreciate that. No you, problem. <laughs> you two are uh, some very funny fellows. I have to funny say in that conjunction sure. with looking, right? Um, yeah, exactly. And, you know, I'm also very honored to have been a part of the After Dark post-show show, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so that was very exciting for me. Uh, very exciting, actually. Now, you know, I answered the questions that you uh, left me for voice feedback on episode 60 of The Catholic Foodie. I did answer your questions on that episode. Awesome. Uh, so I'm not going to repeat those here. Uh, but instead, I'd like to ask y'all a couple of questions. Uh, the first one is for Pat. Uh, Pat, uh, who that? <laughs> I don't know who that. Uh, seriously, I, I, though, I, I have uh, no what idea. do you think of the amazing victory of the New Orleans Saints? It was amazing. It was very. It was very amazing. And <laughs> are you ready to become part of the Houdat Nation? That's a big question there. Uh, also, uh, I don't know if you know about Nation? all the Catholic stuff surrounding the Saints Super Bowl victory. Uh, Catholic stuff now. Uh, but uh, just a few of them right here, and, and we talk more about this on episode 60 of the Catholic Foodie if you're interested. But Plug. Uh, we have uh, the, <laughs> the fact that the Vatican gave permission to the Archdiocese of New Orleans to lower, to take down the Vatican flag that flies over the cathedral really? and to run up a saint, a New Orleans saint's flag. The fact that the Vatican uh, ran a saint's flag, a New Orleans saint's flag, up over at the uh, at the Vatican, so what they were the flying Saints? the flag at the Vatican, you know. the New Orleans Saints, and they're pretty cool. Uh, the fact that the uh, the Pope gave permission to Archbishop Amon that when he celebrated Mass on Super Bowl Sunday, he could do so in a Saints jersey. Wow, well, come on, that one I kind of found hard to believe. I don't but know. Guess what? It's true. Uh, <laughs> it's insane, but it's me. true. Um, now you got to you got to know this now. The, the the saints right you know you got the pope right pope is a fan of the saints uh, the late pope john paul ii was a fan of the saints so you know he was rallying the troops up there with the real saints right with the holy <laughs> saints rallying exactly. the troops up there to intercede to god for the new orleans saints and that is why i'm convinced that is why uh, we rode the cold bond to victory all right. Oh, wow. oh, bad, uh, bad, also. bad joke. Okay. All right. So, well, so Jeff gives us a couple know. more hard I wish, times about I that. Wish, but I wish the Pope was in for like the Royals or something because they're terrible. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Um, real quick, because I know we're almost out of time, but wanted to also say, hey, everybody on Facebook, you're doing a great job keeping up the conversation after the show. And we had Jeff Vista call in. And Jeff, I thought you would also like to know that a ton of people like Liturgy of the Hour. So maybe they will start listening to your podcast. Jim Barnes said, dude, great episode. I don't know if it was a late night recording or Nick on the Edge of Sickness. But the episode almost beat out the confession episode for my favorites. You guys crack me up. Wow. D. Fox. From the Catholic Vitamin oh, Show thanks, said, see. with a deacon in the house, the liturgy of the hours is prayed under our roof every day. Very cool. And then also, uh, Christopher Allen said, we use the liturgy of the hours every every uh, time our men's group meets. We usually meet on Monday evenings. We do the evening prayer. Then most of the time, we talk about what happened. Uh, what ha- what happened? 
what stuff happened good and what we need to do to work with. And we started using the three J's. Awesome. That's awesome. Very cool. So uh, if you want to check out our Facebook page uh, in between, or excuse me, facebook.com forward slash in between Sundays. And finally, to kind of finish out our show, uh, instead of doing a looking ahead, we're going to play a little promo uh, from the show. I've never heard of it before, but we're going to play this. Some small town. Catholic in a small town promo. Take one. You know why people should listen to our show? Why is that, Mac? Because we don't ever threaten to punch them in the crotch. Catholic in a small town promo. Take two. Uh, monkey ate my banana. <laughs> what you want me to do? Catholic in a small town promo. Take three. Catherine, you know why people should listen to our show? Why should people listen to our show? Because we've never eaten a baby on the air. It's disgusting. Catholic in a small town promo. Take four. Catholic in a small town. It's like a circus, except without any scary hobo clowns. Except for Catherine. Catholic in a small town promo. Take five. Hey, Matt, do you know what people are saying about Catholic in a small town? I don't. We're edgier than the other SQPN shows. Catholic, but in an edgy way, like a really sharp altar. We're a family podcast with an edge. (laughs) Like, come on in, kids, listen to this five minutes. But now you have to leave. (laughs) Catholic in a small town promo, take six. Catholic in a small town. It's like the smell of incense. Except if you've eaten cabbage first. Catholic in small town promo, take seven. You know what's a better show than ours? What's that, man? Catholic family. It is a better show than ours. Why? People should listen to them. Shoot. Catholic in a small town, it's kind of like the Matrix. No one can tell you exactly what it is. You just have to take your medicine. Lame. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I'm assuming at some point in time they actually got a real promo put together, but that's the only one that we have. Well, I'm guessing that maybe at the end they wanted to say, check out our podcast on sqpn.com, Catholics in a Small Town. And it's not only Catholic Family that's better than our podcast, it's also in between Sundays Mm -hmm. as well. But, uh, you know, I understand you only have a limited amount of time. So, uh, but hey, uh, go really check them out. We really do like their podcast, even though we pretend like we don't. Yes. It's, it's a love hate thing. Yes. And speaking of podcasts, it's about time we end ours. It's about, been about 40 minutes. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We may not be as scandalous as Catholic in a small town, but if what we say makes you mad or makes you glad, you ought to let us know. Call our feedback line at 206-337-7945. Or you can contact us over email at feedback at inbetweensundays.com. So, and that is also our web address, inbetweensundays.com. So thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Have a wonderful and blessed Lent. God bless. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. SQPN. Leading the way in Catholic new media.